Hey everyone, welcome back. Today I'm sitting down with Vancouver-based co-founder of Vitruvi, Sarah Panton. Vitruvi is a wellness company that is built by women and designed for women with its current focus on essential oils and customizable face oils. On today's episode, we discuss how she came up with the idea for the brand, how she was able to turn her side hustle into a career, and her favorite essential oils that are currently on rotation along with her morning and nighttime rituals. We also get into the importance of being a female founder and what it's like. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I'll see you soon. This episode of Lemon Water is brought to you by my friends at Vitruvi. Vitruvi is an essential oils company that's built by and designed for women. With the focus on sophisticated natural living, their products are super versatile and you can use them to customize your beauty, body, and home rituals. Their stone diffuser in particular is super beautiful, with each one being crafted like a design piece for your personal space. I have the white one, it lives on my nightstand and I'm kind of in love with it. If you're interested in dabbling in essential oils but also want products that will look good on your shelfie, Vitruvi melts these two worlds together. If you want to give them a try, use code LEMONWATER to get 20% off your purchase at Vitruvi.com. Okay, so why don't we just get started and um, why don't we just get to know you a little bit more? So I've never actually met Sarah. So this is the first person I'm kind of like interviewing that I haven't met, but we've spoken on the phone before and we've had a relationship going for like two years now. So that's super cool. Um, why don't we get into Vitruvi and let's talk a bit about the company. So what is Vitruvi? Yeah. Um, Vitruvi is an essential oil company and um, basically our focus is helping women take care of themselves that they can take on the world. So we come into the office every day and think about the products that we're creating and the content that we're making and um, we're just kind of a, a woman's cheerleader, uh, inserting little 10 to 15 second spa moments throughout her day. Amazing. And when did you get the idea? Like, were, was the seed planted when you were kind of like in university or like, like, how did you come up with this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, to be honest, kind of stumbled into it. It was completely a passion project. Um, my background was in global health and I had been working for a charity throughout university. Um, and which started in high school when I kind of created a goal to build a school abroad before I graduated high school. So um, through that charity, which is we.org, then they offered me a job and I was really interested in wellness practices from different cultures. Mm-hmm. So I my degree, I finished my degree in global health and then went on to medical school and just was really fascinated by other cultures and different beauty rituals and practices that we could learn from there. So long story short, it started as a blog from my bathtub that I would put my laptop up on the corner of the bathtub and write articles. <laughs> Which isn't the safest, wouldn't recommend. <laughs> yeah, not the safest, <laughs> but it's the only thing that could make me work late in the evening on it. And so um, started in my first year of medical school doing that and then it turned into a simple line of products and then just kept growing from there. So it, it truly is a full-on passion project. I still wake up with anxiety every day now, five years later, that I'll have to go back to school. <laughs> I, I don't even yes. think they take me back at this point, but that's yeah. a huge motivation. Um, so can we talk about year? What year was this in? Oh, I'm really bad with years. Um, okay. Like, was it like four years ago, five years ago? Five years ago. Yeah. Okay. So I would safe to say that like, 
natural wellness wasn't really a thing at that time. I feel like right now it's so much more like up and coming and definitely a lot more popular. So I know you like kind of said that you had anxiety about it. Like how did you finally like, you know, take that leap and say, I'm going to make this my full like nine to five. I'm just going to put a hundred percent in it. Like, of course you were scared, but how did you, um, how did you feel about that at the time? Yeah, and um, it's a super good question. So um, the wellness industry was not what it is now, and the clean beauty movement hadn't started. I had grown up using all organic makeup because my mom was an early adopter of the organic movement, and we grew up in a farming community on an island. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was always kind of in my blood. But um, to answer your question, it wasn't actually a big leap of faith, and I actually am hesitant for people to think that they should quit their day jobs or to um, stop their full-time job to start a passion project. It really is of my opinion that when you operate from a place of just loving something, that a good litmus test of if you should actually do it is if you'll do it at midnight and at two in the morning and then get up and go to school or go to your job in the morning and do it on your weekends. Um, And then it actually changes the energy of a project when you're depending on it for your sole income. So what I did is worked on the blog and just fiddling around with products for two years and would do it after studying. So I would do it from 11 o'clock at night till one in the morning and then spend all my weekends and my lunch times doing it. And then I went on a one-year leave from school. So Sean and I, my co-founder and brother, basically had 365 days to have a proof of concept for the company. Right. And Um, If not, I was going to go back to school and carry on what I'd been working on for seven years to get to. Um, But so that's how I went about it. So it actually wasn't a a huge risk. It was so just knowing that we had an opportunity and that we should take it in a really smart way. Right. So I guess that goes back to like another two-part question that I had. Um, How do you turn your side hustle into a career? I find that like in this day and age, especially a lot of people, like both men and women, are like they don't only have a nine to five they have that side hustle and yes people are kind of like spending a lot of time on it in hopes that you know that it can become their full-time career do you have like any advice for people trying to get into that to make the shift to making your side hustle um i think that a couple things you need to have really clear goals of what you are need to achieve to make that switch And you actually will probably need to keep a side hustle for your side hustle once that happens. So for me, I actually am quite risk adverse and our company is built really, really traditionally um, solid legs um, because of that. And um, so I went from having, being in school full time and having a job and then building Vitruvi. And then I actually worked for three other companies for the years of the company. So I was actually doing a side hustle to build my side hustle because if you're really real about your job, then you're not paying yourself. And so all of the money that we were getting was going into making our first hires and putting it back into the brand and putting it back into the product and inventory. So um, you basically just need to have a shit ton of grit and um, to be really, really comfortable being uncomfortable. 
Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times people like will get a little bit of the taste of what, how uncomfortable it actually is. And then like totally step back and are like, is this what I actually want? But I feel like as an entrepreneur, it really takes that like 150% of like willing to, even if it's like a full year, two years, sometimes it can even be five years of just feeling extremely like unsure. And like, I'm putting so much into it and like not really seeing a reward right away, but it does take time. I really, yeah. So Sean and I didn't pay ourselves for almost three years of the company. Um, so you really just need to put everything back into it. And it's not such a clean break where you go from your nine to five job to then being able to do your side hustle. You kind of need to spread yourself so that you can take care of you because it just, it changes the whole energy of what you create from. Yeah. And you chase things for the wrong reasons and you make decisions for the wrong reasons for quick fixes. So um, that would be my feedback. That's your, that those are your tips and tricks. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> um, so going back, you did mention that your mom was kind of like one of the early pioneers of like the organic holistic movement. I would say my mom as well. Like when I was really young, like a lot of, even like for medicinal purposes, like I wouldn't be able to take Advil as a kid or like, you know, she really wouldn't be all gung ho on the whole like antibiotics right away. So there was always like medicine alternatives. So what do you find like the importance of holistic medicine versus like, like, like how has it helped you? Um, yeah, I, I think that just growing up in sounds like a similar environment is the view of understanding the whole picture. And she was always, you know, asking questions to doctors and saying, you know, what are alternatives? Are there other things we can do and kind of getting to the root cause of it? And I think that when you operate from a place of just wanting to take care of yourself and to be able to operate and function from like your biggest potential, that's something that gets me really excited. Yeah. So instead of like quick fixes to cover up a headache, just clone, kind of changing your thinking to be like, where's that stemming from? What can I look to deep? What are other things that might be causing this? And then taking care of that. That's been huge for me. And I think it's given a lot of um, the energy and kind of relentless motivation that you need to build a company is to really think of the core of your wellness needs and address them. It's also, yeah, exactly. I was going to say like asking questions and also being intuitive, like with your mind and body and kind of knowing like, if you're not feeling the greatest, like where is it actually stemming from and like what changes you can make, whether it be like, if it's like the food that you're eating or like the sleep that you're getting or what you're even using topically, I would say too. Mm-hmm. And you even know? just like, I think the practice of self-reflection in itself is pretty beautiful, especially for women to be slowing down and thinking about themselves and thinking about where their energy is going and thinking about who or what relationships or what activities are taking energy and what's fueling them. I think that is, I think, really the first step. And then secondly is how we're nourishing ourselves emotionally, physically, um, the food we're eating or the products we're putting on our bodies. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how many essential oils does Vitruvi have? Like in total, would you say? Oh, um, it's kind of hard to say, but we have our single origin oils. It's about 14 of those. And then yeah. blend products, miss and roll-ons. It's a, it's a pretty good assortment, but yeah more in 2019 okay, so from ev- oh wow okay so from everything like what are your favorite oils and what are you, like your favorite uses for them oh yeah um okay so favorite oils geranium it's a floral which is kind of not usually something that i love but it's almost kind of minty and mm-hmm. i use it on a warm face cloth in the morning so i put three drops on a face cloth and steam my face real quick and wipe um my face before i put makeup on 
Um, I love our uh, French bergamot and our cedarwood oils. And I use that in my diffuser at night, especially. Those are my favorite also. (laughs) Yeah, they're so good. They're just yummy. And they just smell like this kind of like really elegant, cozy, sophisticated aroma. You can't, when you put the two together, you can't really peg what is what. Right. Um, And then I love our balance and still mists. Those Mm -hmm. are some of my favorite of our blended products. You guys just rebranded. I love the new packaging. Oh, thank you. Yeah, those are original OG from our first launch. And so our design team wanted to take another stab at elevating them. Well, they definitely did a great job. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Then I love uh, our diffuser and then our new dynamic skincare line with our face. Yeah, why don't we talk about that? So what I think is super cool about the Vitrivi skincare line, it's all the oils are just in the original compound. So we have apricot, jojoba, like evening primrose, rose hip. And I guess what's really cool about the whole idea is you mix for what your needs are, right? Exactly. So how did you think of that? Like, how did that come about? So um, we knew that we wanted to take a step into beauty and into skincare. And we talked to our customers a ton and I get feedback from women all around the world all the time, and I'm always asking questions. And when I went to go design um, our first face product, I actually couldn't because I couldn't create a single skew that would keep up with the women in our community. So much like we did with our single origin oils, I decided to create a system and to offer everything in its pure, organic fully natural form and then to have women customize it for their needs in that moment. And the idea was that our skin is dynamic and our skincare should be too. And my skin changes with the wine I had the night before or my hormones or how exhausted I am or what time zone I'm in. And so I think it's kind of old school to think that one product off of a shelf can keep up with thousands of people with changing skin. So that was inspiration. Um, And so how does it work if someone's kind of going online if they don't know what each like what each specific oil is meant for? Like, is there something online that kind of tells you what what oil is for what needs? Yeah, exactly. So we built a tool that um, is proprietary to Vitruvi on our website, and it takes you through a quiz, all with questions that I created that I would ask you in person. And it gives suggestions and narrows it down to two or three products that you get to choose from. And our community is super discerning, really smart, really educated. And um, so we always put them in the driver's seat. So you'll never see us create a set and send it to you, but it'll help narrow down the choices and then has clear indicators of what the different highlights of each one is. Um, And then it bundles it together and you get a free um, clear mixing bottle and then you can make a base oil. So the hope is that you kind of create your base oil that meets your skin's needs, those Mm -hmm. intrinsic needs, and then you can boost it and add other things to meet your skin's needs in that moment. So if you eat too much pizza and had some wine the night before, you might need to add some sea buckthorn for a more clarifying treatment in the morning or a little more detoxing. Um, Or if you're on a flight, I'll add more meadow foam to my face oil, which is like kind of a liquid marshmallow for your face and helps with hydration. So that's it. Like learn all. I feel like there's like with skincare and especially like face oils, there's so much, it's a lot of information to kind of like 
understand and fully retain and remember because if someone like tells you something like you need like you right away need to be able to say like okay you know what like this oil actually matches up with these needs like how long did it take you to kind of like understand each property of each oil oh it i think years I, yeah I mean, for sure yeah <laughs> uh, i love it this is my life and my world and I can listen to women talk about their skin needs or their body care needs or how they want to send their home or like I, it's truly my passion. And um, I think when you love something a lot, it's really easy to retain information. I'm also just, um, I would say my top skill is is as an editor. So I'm really good at taking in a bunch of information and then distilling it down to kind of its key components. Mm -hmm. And that helped me in academia. And I think, um, or I, grew those skills in academia and I think it's helped as we scale the company and our assortment of products but um they're just so interesting to learn about and it's just a never-ending list of fun things to play with on top of their essential oils and diffuser Vitrivia's just launched a new collection called dynamic skincare they developed a super simple three-step system that helps you create a custom face oil for whatever your skin needs right now I find that my skin can change based on weather, travel, stress, or whatever's going on in my life. So this concept really appealed to me. I've actually created my own face oil formula with Vitruvi that's made up of avocado oil, meadow foam seed, and blueberry seed. I love it because it's totally unique to me. It's like an extension of my current life status and has been a skin savior for me this winter. If you want to create your own formula, Vitruvi has a feature on their website that guides you through the entire process. If you're looking to try anything from Vitruvi, from essential oils, skincare, or their beautiful diffuser, use code LEMONWATER to get 20% off your purchase on Vitruvi.com. So like, do you have time for yourself? Like, do you have routines and rituals? I feel like you're like running a business. You have so many employees now, like it's only getting bigger. You guys have like, are all over the States. Like you're on Ellen. (laughs) Like that was crazy. Um, also Forbes 30 under 30. So congrats to that. Super proud of you. Um, do you have rituals and routines? Like how do you kind of like, why don't we start with this? Like what's your favorite morning routine? Favorite morning routine. Yeah. Or like rituals also. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things that I do wherever I am in the world and whatever I'm doing, they kind of are at my core. And I have an incredibly simple life, which is just kind of how I choose to live. And um, there's enough happening in my work day that everything outside of that is quite simple. Um, and I'm generally just a really happy, content person. <laughs> so um, I would say my morning routine um, is actually, I start my day with a liter of lemon water. And I'm not just saying that. that. So I have this watercraft and it has a little lid on it and I fill it up the night before. And before I do anything, before I have um, anything to eat or or start anything, I'll drink the whole thing. So I usually drink it as I'm putting my makeup on in the morning. And then after that. I mean, a liter is a lot to drink. It is. Yeah. Water is super important. And liter is kind of awesome and I think that having enough and that water- way you like get your full liter out for the day like because like for me like I try to drink at least three and if I could do a liter before I do anything else I mean that's that that's, that's actually a win. <laughs> relatively kind of simple if you just yeah. sort of have a crap or just and they're sipping it as you're getting ready in the morning mm-hmm. um, I think it helps the brain uh helps the body so that you're not operating from a place of being dehydrated yeah Sleeping. So yeah, I do that. And then I have matcha. I switch from 
caffeine um, from coffee a few months ago, which was crazy for our team because I was an avid, avid coffee drinker. I was going to say, day. I'm going to do that as my new year's resolution, but like, there's no way, not that I drink that much coffee to begin with. I just feel like that's not something that I can commit to. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> think I would either. And I'm super shocked. But I made a choice and I have stuck with it for a couple months now. So, and I mean, you're living, you're fine. (laughs) I'm living, I'm thriving, I think. Um, (laughs) I did it actually, my energy was more consistent. I did it for, from being in a leadership position and just being able to show up, not having my my energy spiking and just being more calm but fueled. Um, Right. So then I, yeah, I do matcha and then I do a Vega smoothie. I've had it every morning for seven years. Like this whole ritual has been for over seven years. So wow. it truly is how I start my day. But, is um, Vega Vancouver based? Yeah. Oh, love that. Yeah. Local. <laughs> um, so I've had a, a chocolate Vega smoothie every morning for seven years. And then um, throughout the day, I drink again, a ton of water Um and I use their hydrator as well. It has a lot of vitamin C and minerals in it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's kind of my morning routine. Wow. Um, okay. Are there any workouts that you love to do? Yeah, I have like a hilarious morning workout routine that's super embarrassing. But basically, because I travel quite often, I was like, okay, what's the most efficient thing that I can do every day? And so I just do 90 push-ups and 90 squats every morning. That's like American psycho mode. I love that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like I dance around for like 20 no. to like three songs. I was like, okay, like I can see that. Like that's fine. But nope, you're a little bit more intense. Yeah. So it's kind of like a really easy routine that works your core and your legs and your arms. And um, it's just like one of those really simple things that you can do in a hotel room that you're not dependent on. There's like no excuses that you can. There's literally no excuse. Yeah. Right. And I think you just get the blood moving and yeah. um, if you're sitting a lot or on a plane. Um, no, it but it, you do it in the morning or you, you would do it like at any point of the day? I do it in the morning. Sometimes I'll split it up for the day, but yeah, I usually just get it done with. That's so, so funny. And yeah. what about nighttime? Like, how do you wind down? Like, do you wind down? Oh, totally. Um, I would say like other exercise things I do. Pilates and um, Qigong with an amazing trainer in Vancouver named Katie McKenzie. Mm-hmm. And um, she's changed my body and my life as well. So Pilates, I'm a huge advocate for and like pelvic floor and core work. So that's my other workout thing that keeps me super sane. Would you say you're a morning or night person? I am a hundred percent both. So really? yeah, I used to, I'm an all day person. So I say that not to be cheeky, but I used to be a morning person and yeah. Then um, this past year, uh, we wrote a book with a random host that comes out next October. And I had to write it in a really short time frame. And so I would come home and then write the book until one, two in the morning. That was March and April. And then we mm-hmm. shot the book in April. So I became a night owl. And now I'm kind of a night owl. Oh my God. I've never met anyone who's both. Yeah, I can like, I'm super perky and excited in the morning. So yeah. much I have to kind of tone it down. And then in the evening, I get to this nice level of fatigue where I can't do anything except my inbox. Yeah. And it makes me super productive where I'm almost... You are such a nighttime inbox person. I've caught on to that. Oh, have you? Oh, no. Yes. 100%. <laughs> no, that's really funny. Um, I feel like for me past like 3 p.m., I'm like done. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, take I wake up at like 5.30 
oh my gosh, six. Yeah. And I like need to do things right away. And then Mm -hmm. I, I die down throughout the day. Okay. Let's talk about your night routine. I feel like you are obsessed with skincare. So why don't we talk about that? It's basically a whole, it takes me way longer to get ready for bed than it does to get me to work in the morning. (laughs) Um, So nighttime routine, I have my dog, Charlie, and we go to the beach. Um, I'll usually do a yoga class um, or a Pilates class and have a super simple dinner. And, um, and then, yeah, I take my makeup off basically as soon as I get home and my makeup is all natural as well. I have some favorite brands that I use. And then I cleanse uh, my face with the drunk elephant cleansing bars and use the goop instant facial product, which is just insane. I love that. It's so good. It's good. It's yeah. It just like my face doesn't feel clean now without it. Do you use uh, it every night? Cause apparently GP uses it every night. <laughs> every night. I do. Does she? Okay. Yeah. Well. I'm on a good, every single night. I'm on, I'm on a good trajectory then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I use it every night and then I use um, our face oil. So I have two different ones that I use. And one, um, I use all over my face and I use facial cups. I don't know if you've tried them. No, what is that? Like in Chinese medicine, there's cupping that they'll do on the back. And these are like smaller silicone versions that you use for your face. So basically, I've seen them on YouTube. I mean, yeah. So I use those and a um, gua sha to massage my face. And um, we have a whole section in the book that's coming out next year on like facial lymphatic massage. So I'll give myself like a, like a really intense face massage using all of the lymphatic drainage um, like pathways. Yeah. And then, and that helps get blood to the surface of the skin and blood really helps with just repairing and restoring. So increasing collagen and getting, um, healing any um, blemishes you might have. So that starts that routine. And then I have um, sort of more like an eye serum that I've created with the DIY skincare line, the dynamic skincare line that I use. Um, And then a really good lip balm from Bite Beauty. And yeah. uh, Yes. The agave. (laughs) So good. And it's perfect before bed. Um, Okay. So how long does that all take? That probably takes 30 minutes. Okay. I respect that. That's a little excessive, I know. But But it's because uh, of the massaging, right? Like you need to give yourself like a good like six to seven minutes of like really going in on there. Yeah, you can definitely, I would say that's a good night, but you can, and if there's a mask involved, it'll be 30 minutes, but you can definitely do it in under 10 if you need to. Wow. Okay. So I think... Would you say like how, what's the percentage of your life that you spend traveling? Ooh, that's a really good question. Right? Like, I just feel like you're always away. So like, <laughs> what, what will be the percentage? Uh, probably 30% of every month. Okay. 30. Do you, like you're a carry on person. You don't check luggage. Never checked a bag. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't we talk about like your favorite products that you're currently using? Um, yeah. Starting with your suitcase. I mean, my suitcase. Yes. So um, I use an away suitcase, which I love. Uh, The products are crazy amazing. And it's actually my good friend is the co-founder, Jen. And so everything fits in my away suitcase and it has a little charger and adapter, which I love. And I I lived in Europe for three months only with a carry-on and their bags are just the best. Um, And other things that I always have in my carry-on with me are the Vega hydrator packs. And I, I like the berry flavor. So and you really cannot go without them. No, I can't. And oh. I like drink it constantly. So I'm drinking <laughs> a ton of water when I'm flying. Um, and then uh, Bose nose canceling headphones um, are super important. And then I have this 
these matcha packs that have like, um, organic matcha in them. And then I have this T2 matcha crap on the go that has a whisk in it. And what? so I make on flights, like with the flight attendant, you just go and ask for water. And then I just put my matcha pack in and then you shake it and the whisk is in it. So I have like a matcha latte in the middle oh of my flight. My God. That's serious. Yeah. I am like a very efficient traveler. Yeah. I would, I would say you, you yeah. don't want to feel like you're traveling. You want to feel like you never left. Yeah. You want to feel like you never left and you can't afford to eat crappy food or not sleep or have your skin dry when you're traveling that much. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of my responsibility to take care of myself. So I take it really seriously, almost like an athlete training. Like (laughs) it's my job to show up with energy, to be thinking clearly, to be able to make decisions. So I think about how I'm showing up for myself a lot. I feel, yeah, like especially everyone's biggest complaint with traveling a lot is that their skin gets like disgusting on a plane. Um, or even like whenever I'm in New York, my skin just like hates me just because of all the pollution, not to say Toronto's any better, but it would just be like a little bit better than New York. Um, okay. So that's a lot. Um, and I always like, I have a face mist. Like I, I travel with the balance face and body mist and then face oil on the plane and cuticle oil. So you're the person putting on the mask on the plane. Yeah, I don't put a mask on that I'm not quite there yet, but I've done it. Yeah. I do it on like red eyes. Like okay. it, yeah. if it's like really dark and no one can see me, like that's when I'll whip out a face mask. I'm not against it for sure, but I'm yeah. usually work. I think it would fall down my face. Oh, speaking of, sorry, just remembered. So I'm like an Air Canada. I only fly Air Canada and Ooh. I always see friends in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. super exciting. How did that happen? Yeah, super fun. Um, a few years ago, they reached out to us and um, like really early on at the brand. And we designed um, a face soap and a face mist and a body lotion and a lip balm. So we designed um, Air Canada's in-flight experience, which was a really cool opportunity. Um, so the business class overnight kits, as well as um, business class washroom amenities and um, economy washroom amenities. So I designed all the aromas that you use. So do you ever think that the hand soaps will potentially be like a product that people can actually purchase from you guys? I don't think we'll ever make hand soaps. No. And it was a big conversation for us that, you know, we'll never launch a hand soap or um, like in the current future of forecasting of the company. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a really fun way to kind of reinvent and modernize the amenities they they were offering. Oh, definitely for Air Canada. <laughs> a lot of people asking for the lip balms and the lotions and the hand soaps. Though. Yeah. So what is it like to, I think the biggest thing that I think like I want to hear from you is what is it like being a female founder? And I know that in this day and age, we do have such like strong figures out there. We have Gwyneth Paltrow, we have Emily Weiss, like just to name the few. Um, but like I said, you are... Forbes 30. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you feel like some of your responsibilities are? Um, any tips on also building a sustainable brand? Mm-hmm. Um, Three part question, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start with what it means to be a female founder. Um, I kind of maybe have more of a unique view where I think that anytime there's a founder and CEO that understands the customer really well, you're going to win. So if there is someone designing or running a company that creates a product that they don't inherently know, understand, or relate to the customer, it's just an uphill battle. So I think as I see more and more female founders 
designing products and companies that meet a woman's specific needs, then that's a really exciting movement to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So I've never had, I don't think of myself as a female founder or a female CEO. I think of myself as just a CEO and a, and a um, founder, but I think I have an advantage because I love and understand our customer so closely. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part, building a company um, and what the responsibilities are is to create a space and a home every day that uh, allows women to grow into their personal and professional potential. So that's something that I'm really, really passionate about is our team here. And if we achieve anything as a company, it's that we've created an incredibly talented, driven, successful, articulate um, group of women that have, have built the brand. And um, so I think a lot about how I'm showing up for our team and the roles that they're growing into. Everyone is under the age of 30 that works here. All the females that are here and they're in executive roles and they're negotiating with companies and legacy brands as we kind of forte into wellness. So that's super inspiring and exciting for me. I love that. I think you actually do have a really strong and solid team. Um, All the girls are so lovely. Um, So... I mean, that's definitely great. And that's, you do all the interviews, I'm assuming, right? Interviews. Like um, interviews for like who you hire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And awesome. everyone is just so on point. And I, it's just my responsibility to create an environment that allows women to really grow into that, into their full potential. I think that there, it definitely is a woman's world right now. And so uh, any way that I can help um, them start their career off on a really strong foot is important. Yeah. And even just grow with the brand as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, you don't have to share too much, but like, what do you think is next for Vitruvi? Oh, um, no, I can share everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's next for us is uh, in 2019 is a a, a big year for us as we launch into a few more categories and we'll definitely always be essential oils first and essential oils are the core of what we do and it's what we're best in the world at. And What we're excited about in 2019 is allowing women and showing them how those products can integrate more seamlessly into different parts of their lives. So you'll see us um, be more established in beauty. You'll see us um, be a little more established in helping you with your body care and um, to even more fully embody essential oils showing up for you in your home life. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Another question for you. I want to know, like, what do you do? Like, do you get spare time? And when you do, like, what are your hobbies? Like, what do you like doing? Oh, um, my hobbies are super simple. My dog, Charlie, and I take her to the beach. <laughs> my dog, yeah. <laughs> my dog. Um, I read a ton of books. Yeah. Um, I do uh, a lot of yoga. I honestly have a really simple life. Like, this This company is really the heartbeat of it all. and. Um, it's kind of my passion and it started as my hobby. So it kind of still is in a weird way. Right. And do you see yourself always living in van? Um, no, no, definitely not. Like I am super open to uh, wherever I need to be to be best uh, for the company. But yeah. I've spent a lot of time in different cities and definitely feels like home here. But I've kind of at the point where anywhere can feel like home for me. So really? I love the West Coast. And I love um, the nature and how easy it is to be healthy in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite, being close to the water. If there was anywhere, oh, so being close to the water, my next question was like, if there's anywhere you could live, like where would it be? Would it probably be like LA at that point or like Portland? 
Yeah, probably LA. Same. Yeah, they're already. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I made it a goal at the beginning of 2018. And I was like, I want to be in LA at the end of 2018. But like, that's so not attainable or sustainable for me. So like, I think it'll take like, I want to plant the seed now. So hopefully like in two years, but it's definitely. Oh, well, we put it out there. Let's make yeah, it happen. I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to be there. I would like to not have a winter because like Toronto winters are oh. a lot to handle. Um, like mentally, emotionally, and like physically. So I would definitely like to be in a climate where winter doesn't exist, but we'll see what well, happens. Well, let's chat after this and maybe I can help you. Oh, love yeah. that. Um, okay. So that's all the time that we have. Thank you so much, Sarah. Oh, thank you. And just congratulations on everything you're building and uh-huh. love what you're all about and what you stand for and the conversations you're having and the world's super lucky for you. I will say Vitruvia supported me from day one and it like, you will always have a place in my heart. Um, I love you guys all so much, (laughs) seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Um, So yeah, we will definitely keep the conversation going. I do have a code to share with you guys. I will mention that at the end of the episode, but that is it. So thanks, Sarah. Thank you.